listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. My name is Lawrence Coletti and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at ABA Tech Show in Chicago, Illinois at the historic Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue. Joining me today, I have three esteemed guests. I have first, Judge Herbert Dixon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. I have Mr. Jonathan Lemuro. It's a pleasure. Welcome. And I have Bjorn Christensen. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. All right, excellent. So I brought you guys uh, here to talk a little bit about the iPad track. But before we get into that, I want to take turns introducing yourself. So what do you do? Where do you work? And maybe a little bit about your personal life. Judge Dixon, can we start with you? Sure. I'm a judge, Superior Court of the District of Columbia. This month, I find it hard to believe I will have been on the bench 30 years. Uh, I have a keen interest in technology. And as a result of that, find myself involved in a lot of issues related to law and technology. I'm a former member of the ABA Tech Show board. Uh, I also write a technology column for the Judges Journal, uh, and I help develop the technology-enhanced courtrooms at DC Superior Court. And if my memory serves you, a returning guest to Legal Talk Network. That's correct. I have been here before. All right. So I guess the proper thing to say is welcome back. It's good to be back home. All right, Jonathan, how about yourself? I'm a uh, plaintiff, personal injury, medical malpractice attorney from New Jersey. I love technology and have been lecturing on it and writing for, a, for years now. And uh, I have the pleasure of coming here to, to share the stage with such great uh, other speakers as Judge Dixon. And um, I brought my girls, five, three, and one, because believe it or not, the conference is even friendly to the, to the little ones. So they're going to the aquarium and doing sightseeing while I'm here. So uh, tech goes all the way because if you don't have an iPad, they will make a lot of noise. Okay. Bjorn, how about yourself? I'm a practicing uh, lawyer, as we call them, in uh, Manitoba, Canada, uh, three hours or four hours north of Fargo if you're looking for us. Uh, I've been practicing now for 40 years. Uh, I found that uh, the practice, the management of practices is more interest to me at times than the actual practice of law. Uh, I have been giving practice management advice to the lawyers in Manitoba now for a number of years. Uh, technology was not my forte, but technology is practice now. So if you want to do practice management advice, you've got to know technology. This is why I come to this show. Well, you gentlemen are presenting in the iPad track here at ABA Tech Show. And so the iPad track is one of many that it's being offered here at, at ABA Tech Show. They have several different tracks, uh, as we've been talking about in this series of interviews, dedicated to different aspects of practice life. You, you have your paperless track, you have your, your cloud track, you have your Microsoft Office track, but you guys are in the iPad track. And so I want to start with uh, Judge Dixon and uh, Jonathan. I want to talk about your presentation in the iPad track. What was the title? They can you give me a 50,000 foot explanation? Jonathan, why don't I allow you to go first? Oh, thank, thank you, Judge. Uh, we were an advanced track on the iPad, so we had followed uh, uh, Joseph uh, and on the beginner stage, so we took it to the next notch, uh, which was taking the iPad from the intake of a matter all the way through trial. So we uh, had the ability to sit up there and show how to get the documents into the iPad, how to work with them, how to manipulate, how to present. And it went really uh, across the realm from Tom, Judge, myself, in an organized fashion. And then what was great is we complemented each other. Because certain aspects which are useful in intake are also useful right at trial. 
especially the scanning tools, and they're updated hourly. So we had some amazing uh, new additions to the iPad, such as the Office Lens, which I know the judge and myself talked to uh, talk about, which is uh, an app that does OCRing and sends it right into PowerPoint to be presented immediately. So those kind of tips and tools are what we were focusing on. Uh, absolutely. Uh, in addition, one of the things that I did, because I still miss being a lawyer, uh, is I demonstrated to the audience what it's like to make a presentation using technology uh, in a way that the audience can remember. Uh, mine was called a self-introduction, and I have no doubt that many of the folks here will remember a lot about me when I run into them again at next year's Tech Show, just because the details were supplemented by video and other graphics. That's great, that's great. You know, the iPad, uh, from what I'm reading more and more, and, and with some of our reoccurring shows, one of them, the Kennedy Mile Report, they talk a lot about technology. Uh, there's a common theme, the iPad is becoming a very powerful practice tool uh, through the addition of apps and methodologies in employing that. So, what is your favorite feature, each of you, about the iPad in practice? Well, I believe it or not, I will use my iPad from the bench when I give jury instructions. Really? Uh, I, yes, I use either PowerPoint or TrialPad, but I deliver bullet points of the instructions to protect myself from Court of Appeals review. Uh, I also read the entire instructions, uh, but I outline the instructions in the video presentation that's given to the jurors. What has been interesting about that is that I've had several jurors request of me to have a copy of my PowerPoint during their deliberations, uh, and I've indicated to them that I can't do that. The full instructions are the official jury instructions, but it works. We took a survey of jurors uh, over a two-year period after the trials were over, and 95, 98% of the jurors agreed, or strongly agreed, that seeing the instructions in PowerPoint helped them understand the law better, helped them understand their responsibilities better. So it's being well received by the jury. Oh, absolutely, no Great. question Fantastic. about it. Great, and Jonathan? That is something I wish they did more often. I, I, I hope that uh, the judges take, take a hint from you and go forward with doing that, that tool. <laughs> Um, because it's very hard, the explanations are long, and they can be tedious to a jury. So for myself, uh, my favorite is the combination of the iPad with my PC. Okay. Um, so working together and in presentation. So my tool would probably be either Air Server or X Mirage, which allows you to turn your PC into an AirPlay device. So what I do during the depositions is I can utilize the iPad, have the witness or expert write right onto the imagery, recording the video using Camtasia or one of those other screen recording devices on the PC to create an MP4 to then be utilized in playback, either summation or at trial, and create the evidence live. And it makes the jurors feel like they've been a part of the creation of the documents. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So in your opinion, uh, it's a great communication device to a jury? Correct. So, okay, great, fantastic. Well, Bjorn, well, we're turning it to you right now, so uh, please tell us about your iPad track event. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be co-presenting with uh, Jeff Richardson, one of my superheroes in uh, the iPad world. Uh, although I did litigation for the first 30 years of my practice, the iPad wasn't there when I moved over to transactional work. And at first I bought it as a toy, like everybody else did, uh, or many others did. Uh, what I've found, though, is that it's a, and I saw Judge Dixon's uh, presentation last year, and I remembered that he came from Savannah and doesn't like seafood. Uh, it's very powerful for getting a message across in whatever environment you're in. 
today, Jeff and I are talking about easy and effective presentations. We're going to outline some of the things that can go wrong in a presentation and what you can do to head them off uh, in advance and talk briefly about how you can set them up uh, and, and process them. Uh, in, in, my in my practice, I frequently use uh, a, an application to take a document, a 35-page shareholders agreement that I need to review with four different clients of different ages. Uh, grandpa will be on page one, Junior will be on page 18, but I can take the app, I can mirror it on the uh, conference uh, room uh, television, and I can lead them through the document where I want them to be. It allows me to control the whole conversation and we get the review done a lot faster. It's, it's a tool that lawyers are starting to adapt more than they used to or, or they originally did, not just for the bells and whistles, but to do what we do, which is communicate. Great, great. So what, what's your favorite feature um, of the iPad? We talked a little bit about the communication with your client and how you're doing that, but is there an app that uh, rings out to you that uh, you like as your favorite? Keynote. Keynote? Uh, I use Keynote frequently, uh, not only to create presentations, I've, I've done agendas on that when I've got a fractious group that I have to uh, work through an agenda. Instead of trying to control them by pointing at the piece of paper in front of them, I have six slides with six agenda items on it. Put the slide up in front of them and they'll only talk about that until I go to the next one. Uh, it's the convenience. Uh, I, I want to go out to the beach for the day well, I can, and I know I'm going to get a call. I can load up some documents, I can have them with me and so forth. And the beach uh, is not a place where I can get Wi-Fi, so I got to have them loaded. So my next question is for all of you. Um, you know, I've, I have a tablet and I have a laptop and you know, for me, and I do like my tablet, um, for me the heavy lifting's done with my laptop. And I really got to get in and cut a document up or I really got to get to work, I use my laptop. But that line seems to be blurring. It seems more and more people are using the iPad not just as an, you know, an effective communication tool, but they're using it, like you say, uh, Bjorn, as your main line of work tool, your way to integrate with work. So where do you think we are on that from being a toy, something fun, to you know, a, you know, your full-time work device, where are we on that spectrum? Uh, and I'll make it a scale of one to 10. Uh, I, I would say we have advanced uh, quite a ways, uh, probably in the area of six or seven. On this occasion to Tech Show, uh, because I was concerned about the presentations that, that I was working on, I actually brought my laptop uh, as a backup, and it turns out that I have not had to use it. Uh, I've been able to finalize my presentations on, on my iPad. In fact, during everyday life, I find doing some things on the iPad a lot easier than using my laptop or my PC. And we're working with apps that are less expensive, uh, $80 app versus a $600 app uh, uh, program, and so it, we're at least at a six. Okay, and give me some examples of the easier tasks on your tablet. Uh, applying a signature to a document okay. has been very easy for me. Uh, also, I ran into a problem a couple of weeks ago because one page uh, in a set of documents was turned the wrong way. And I kept trying to do that on my PC, and every time I thought I had accomplished it, uh, it ended up being the same document with the document turned in the wrong, the page turned in the wrong direction. I then went to my iPad, pulled up one of the apps, turned the page, voila, it was perfect from that standpoint. So I, it is a lot easier to perform certain tasks on an iPad than it is to perform some of those same tasks uh, on your PC or laptop. 
Great. Jonathan. Uh, you know, I have to agree. It's a six or a seven. Um, something's a ten and something's a one. And the, the context for me is the creation of new evidence, it's a ten. It's one of the best things. It's easy for experts. It's easy for people to understand right on and create something fresh. However, it doesn't do the functionality on the hardcore large product, large size items yet. Um, I don't know if it ever will. Now, I'm a heavy animator. I, I create some of my own demonstrative evidence that I put in. Uh, to do that, I need multiple items working in conjunction with each other. And that's one of the things that's a 10. Because if you combine the powers of the PC, Mac, and the iPad, then you've got a really great tool. So I don't know if I even want it to become a standalone item, because I'm one of those three screens on my desk kind of guy. And if you can have all of those things working together, it just is a fantastic opportunity for lawyers right now to use in that fashion. Well, what do you think, Bjorn? Well, I, I agree that it's around six or seven, but the pace at which it's advancing up the scale is steadily increasing. Like if, if it took a year to go from zero to three, it took six months to go from three to six, and it's, it's going to take a lot less time to go to eight, nine, and then 12. Uh, it's, it's just going to keep going. I find that the uh, apps that uh, are being produced now are far more focused on productivity than they were originally. Uh, Tom Myhall was talking about uh, Workflow, an app that allowed you to coordinate the app apps on your phone, on your iPad. That type of feature is overdue. When people see it, they're going to buy it. There's all kinds of things like that that's going to keep happening. I don't know where we're going to end up, quite frankly. All right, I have one last question because we're running short on time and I'm going to put you guys uh, each on the spot here. So besides your own event, what is the event that you're most looking forward to seeing or have seen so far? And we'll start with Bjorn because we always seem to go to you last, so we're going to start with you first this time. I think the paperless track is something that uh, people should be attending. Uh, there's a lot of people saying, well, we have to deal with this next year. Um, to make use of the technology that we have, the iPads and, and, and all of the other technologies there, you've got to get over that hump. And I think that uh, that's going to be a major project for everybody. Judge Dixon. I'm going to see Bjorn and Jeff Richardson this afternoon. Uh, I think that's probably going to be a terrific show. I've had a chance to work with Jeff in the, in the past, and so I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, also, it gives me a chance to just check out the competition, you know, how are other presenters in this field doing. I'm going to do the litigation track because that's what is really unique about this tech show is that I've been to many other tech seminars and they never touch on the litigator. They always focus on the discovery or the inside tracks in the office or commercial. Here, they focus on the litigator as well and that is why I'm here and that's what I'm going to enjoy. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, I just have, uh, there is one last little question, but I just wanted to know if our listeners wanted to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you? Jonathan, we'll start with you. Sure. Uh, I work with the law firm Lemuro Law. It's very complicated because it's my last name, but you could find it at uh, jlemuro at lemurolaw.com or www.lemurolaw.com. Uh, I'm at the Superior Court of the District of Columbia. The Superior Court website has contact information for me. In addition, use your favorite search engine, uh, Judge Dixon, ABA, American Bar Association, technology column. My articles will pop up. My email address is included. Great. Same here. Hit me on Google. Uh, Bjorn Christensen, QC from Manitoba, and you'll get me every time. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. Until next time, thank you for listening. 
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.